You're listening to the HTE Podcast by New Life Global Ministries, the podcast for everyday disciples that want to make a difference here, there, and everywhere. Hi, my name is Tracy Willett, and I'm with New Life Global Ministries, and in this episode of Here, There, and Everywhere podcast, We're going to hear a fascinating story of two people my husband and I met in Guatemala recently. During an exciting First Touch training we were leading there, we stumbled upon what we would call a modern-day Saul to Paul experience. Reflecting on this, we've come to realize you never know who you will meet when you're seeking to make more disciples of Christ Their stories of redemption remind us of how amazing God's grace is and how important it is for all followers of Christ to be available for God to use them. But before we go any further in the story, I want to welcome my husband Gary to the mic and let him set the background for what we'll be sharing in this podcast. It's good to be back on the HTE podcast and especially exciting to share this story with our listeners. As Tracy just mentioned, we met a fascinating man who reminds us of another fascinating man in the scriptures called Saul of Tarsus, or better known today as the Apostle Paul. But it's not just his miraculous story of transformation that we wish to speak of today, but also those God uses to help be transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. But first, Let me explain how we came to meet this man that we're going to call Pablo. This is not his real name, but to limit any repercussions from his identity, we've changed his name. For the past few years, some of our work with New Life Global Ministries has allowed us the blessing of laboring in Guatemala with Harvest Field partners Richard and Laurie Hayden. Some of their stories shared on another HTE podcast called The Power of Engaged Partners. One of the unique ministries that Richard and Laurie partner with as resident missionaries in Guatemala is known as Building Guate, started and led by Oscar and Phoebe Palencia and located on a piece of property they call the Land of Hope. From the Land of Hope, the Palencias serve the forgotten people of this world who literally live on a landfill. That's right. You heard me say landfill, garbage dump, trash heap, the place that people discard all the junk they no longer need or want. That's the people that Oscar and Phoebe work with each day. And what they do for these love-by-God individuals is amazing. Building Guate really cares for individuals and families who live on or around the landfill by feeding them, clothing them, giving them medical care, or even building them small houses to live in on their compound, all the while sharing with them the hope that's found in Jesus Christ. It is truly a great work, and we've been blessed to be a part of it and to experience it the past few years beside Richard and Laurie. As is the case with many special ministries that invest much in the basic needs and personal care of people, it has been challenging for building Guate to train and raise up more multiplying disciple makers who will help reach more individuals in settings like this. But that is starting to change, 
as NLGM staff are helping to train followers of Christ that are part of this ministry and then send them out from the land of hope as his ambassadors, sharing and spreading the ministry of reconciliation to more Guatemalans around this area. Recently, we're blessed to lead our first all-day training for followers of Christ at the Land of Hope, and it was absolutely over-the-top exciting. And this is where the story becomes even more interesting. One man that we met during the 411 training is a former gang member of one of the many gangs in Guatemala. While still living in this harsh life as a gang member, Pablo just happened to be walking past the Land of Hope as Oscar was preaching, and he stopped to listen from outside the gate of the compound to what was being said. When the service was over and soup was being served to any who were in the area and wished to eat, Oscar introduced himself to Pablo. He loved what Oscar was saying about God and love and forgiveness, but he didn't believe he could ever be forgiven for all of his sins because he had lived a hard and crime-filled life of hate as a hitman. But the Holy Spirit was even then wooing this man to himself, and Pablo became a follower of Jesus. Fast forward to when we met Pablo for the first time. He had a huge smile on his face, and he displayed such a sweet and loving spirit. And as we trained the group of Guatemalan believers that day on simple, biblical, reproducing tools for making disciples that make more disciples, Pablo actively participated in our training, taking notes, telling a story of hope with those he was partnered with, and sharing the gospel as we all practiced together. And then he went out with others from our training into that community around the landfill to share the hope that he had found in Christ. That is when we realized he's like a modern-day Saul Paul. Once he was a hitman taking out individuals who posed a threat to his gang, but now he was a disciple-maker, sharing the hope of salvation for any who would listen. We were deeply moved as we watched Pablo walk out of the gates of Land of Hope that day, sharing Jesus with individuals who've been cast to the wayside as the poorest of the poor. Pablo gets it. He wants to be a disciple that makes more disciples. And we're thrilled that we get to see this happen. But do you know what every modern-day hitman needs if they are to become the next messenger to the lost and forgotten of this world? A person of bold faith who will affirm and bless those rescued from such destructive sin, a person like Ananias was to Saul, who then became Paul. Do you remember the story of Saul's miraculous conversion? While actively opposing the followers of the way, having them arrested and murdered, Saul saw a great light from heaven and heard a voice asking him, Why are you persecuting me? It's recorded in Acts chapter 9, And this is what it says in verses 1 through 9. Now Saul was still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. He went to the high priest and requested letters from him to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any men or women who belonged to the way, he might bring them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he traveled and was nearing Damascus, a light from heaven suddenly flashed around him. 
Falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul said. I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting, he replied. But get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the sound, but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they took him by the hand and led him into Damascus. He was unable to see for three days and did not eat or drink. Usually, we just focus on Saul being blinded by a great light that Jesus used to make him aware of his great lostness and need for Jesus, the Savior. But God did more than just confront Saul. He also sent a man of faith to affirm and bless Saul to follow Jesus and to be accepted into the household of faith known as the church. Listen to how this is described in Acts 9, 10-23. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias! Here I am, Lord, he replied. Get up and go to the street called Straight, the Lord said to him, to the house of Judas, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, since he is praying there. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard from many people that, about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has authority here from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road you were traveling has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul was with the disciples in Damascus for some time. Immediately he began proclaiming Jesus in the synagogues, He is the Son of God! All who heard him were astounded and said, Isn't this the man in Jerusalem who is causing havoc for those who called on this name and came here for the purpose of taking them as prisoners to the chief priest? But Saul grew stronger and kept confounding the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. For every person who has been in opposition to Jesus, even seeking to destroy those who follow Jesus Christ like Saul did, there is the need for someone to affirm, bless, and help these new creations in Christ become an active part of the church of the redeemed, a person of faith like Ananias. Now consider a few things about Ananias that I think is important to note as it concerns seeing modern-day Sauls become modern-day Pauls. First, in his hesitation to go to a person like Saul because of the reputation he had for being a great persecutor of the way, 
Ananias listened to and obeyed the Lord's promptings and commands instead of his own perceived concerns or worries. This was an action of simple but bold faith. Second, when Ananias met Saul, he did three things that had a huge impact on Saul, no longer being known as an extreme terrorist. First, he placed his hands on Saul, hands of blessing. Second, he called Saul a brother in Christ, a term of acceptance. And third, he shared God's healing for Saul so that he could once again see physically and spiritually and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ananias' obedience to go to Saul and bless, accept, and heal Saul just as the Lord told him to do paved the way for one of the most feared hitmen that lived during the early days of the church to now be accepted as a follower of Jesus and to grow into one of the greatest disciple-makers, church planters, and missionaries that has ever lived, the famous Apostle Paul. And Ananias had a huge part in seeing Saul become Paul simply because he helped Saul be healed and restored by Christ and welcomed him into the movement of God known as the followers of the way. Every person who has once lived far, far from God and in complete re rebellion against him, but then has a Damascus Road experience with the Savior, every one of them needs an Ananias to help them go from what they once were, Saul, to what they now can become, Paul. And Oscar Palencia is that man of faith to Pablo and so many others. It is really amazing when we hear about God's, trans God's grace transforming the most extreme sinner. But it's also amazing when we hear about followers of Christ who are being led by God's Spirit and they help those rescued by Christ to now follow Jesus through the transformative authority of God's Word. Sharing this inspiring story of a modern-day Saul becoming a modern-day Paul, we want to challenge those who are listening to this podcast to realize something that is easy to miss. You never know who you will meet when you are actively working in the harvest fields of the world who has been a Saul in life, but through the power of the gospel, needs an Ananias to help them become a Paul. And since we do not know people's stories their backstories or future stories, we must be led by God, as Ananias was, to bless, accept, and help new followers of Christ become an active and healthy part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not fear those who've had a shady past. Do not resist helping Saul's be restored by God. And do not prejudge who will or will not become great in the kingdom of God. Boldly trust the Lord to use you to restore the sight of those who have lived in extreme blindness, but because of Jesus the light, now see and believe. And through his resurrection power, help even the most unlikely person who was once so lost become the disciple who makes more disciples the trainer who trains more trainers, and the sender of disciple-maker who goes to all nations everywhere 
proclaiming Jesus as Lord. Be an Ananias to the Saul's God brings into your lives so that God can use them as the next Paul's in this world. We can assure you we were not expecting to meet a former hitman in our training. But how we praise the Lord that this Saul is becoming a Paul because of individuals like our modern-day Ananias, a Guatemalan named Oscar. Oscar has blessed, accepted, and approved what God is doing in Pablo's life, and he's now going out into his own community and country, making disciples of Christ who are making more disciples of Christ. Let's all be Ananiases for the sake of all of the Sauls to Pauls of the world. As we share this episode of HTE Podcast, we pray that it will encourage, equip, and empower all of us to keep making more disciples of Christ who keep making more disciples of Christ no matter who they once were. Let's believe God for many more Saul's to Paul's because we're willing to be the Ananiases of God's work. Thanks for listening to the HTE Podcast by New Life Global Ministries. NLGM exists to help followers of Christ follow Christ here, there, and everywhere. If you would like more information or some resources to help you be a multiplying disciple maker, please visit our website, go nlgm.org.